What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our AEW review. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am pretty tired. My wife and I went to the zoo today and walked around for a few hours. Pretty pink from the sun, but I'm ready to go to talk about this this excellent episode of Dynamite. I think, I think it. I said last night. I think this is that was my favorite episode yeah. of dynamite i was just about to say i think we both said this is to each other this is probably our favorite episode of dynamite I, I remember looking at the card and being like this card ain't shit yeah i, I remember thinking that just like this is definitely a like a card for after a pay-per-view but then man. but that was not the case yeah <laughs> that was not the case <laughs> and they came out swinging because they before the show like there's all this mj all the mjf rumors is mjf gonna show up um People are saying he's been written off. Mm -hmm. Um, He's shooting on the company. He's done with, uh, he's done with AEW. Tony Khan fucked up, even though Tony Khan didn't do anything wrong. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like it's fine for MJF to say he wants more money, but that it's not AEW's fault that, I don't know that he's on a contract it's like any sports contract you you continue to prove yourself and then earn more money i don't know that's Mm -hmm. how contracts work yeah anyways he did a good job he's gonna get paid Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know what to tell you guys um moxley and and uh kenny and the bucks all earned their new contracts when Mm -hmm. their contracts were done they signed a new one yeah same with mjf i it's too bad his lasts until 2024. But yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit longer than theirs. And I guess that's because he re-upped at one point. Yeah. And didn't want to do it again. But yeah, so... But yeah, the, they announced that MJF was going to be there. He was going to speak. And right away, I was like, okay, it's going to be... This is incredible television because it's going to be one of three things. He's either going to say... I'm out of here. Fuck you. Um, actually, he he's not going to do that because Tony Khan won't let him do that. He's yeah, gonna yeah. he's gonna say I'm staying. It doesn't matter what anyone says. This is my company. Blah 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 blah. Um, I'm going to be the face of this company for the next twenty years or whatever, <laughs> which he's already said before. Um, he's or he's going to do a pipe bomb, like CM <laughs> Punk back in the day. Or he's gonna like do like the WWE with his yeah. hands, like Bret Hart, and he's gonna leave because what are you gonna do? It's live TV. He can do what he wants, and he's got a live mic. And he went out there and did what everybody wanted him to do, and that was the second option. He yeah. went out there and dropped the pipe bomb. And boy, what a fucking promo that was! And. Did they lead off the show with it? No, the CM Punk FTR versus the claimed and ass boys. Yeah, let's not bury the lead though. Let's talk about mm-hmm. MJF first. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because this was, in my opinion, because I like MJF's. I think MJF's best promos have been as good as the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. And I think this was as good, if not better, than the pipe bomb. This was. Pipe Bomb 2.0. Different era. Um, a less scripted era. A less censored era. Mm-hmm. At least within AEW. Um, he fucking let the fans have it. They started cheering him when he was mm-hmm. uh, when he was going after the WWE people who had signed for more money. Which, of course, they did. They got signed after you. Therefore, they make more money. That's how all sports work. Mm-hmm. That's why they have salary caps. Yeah. Because that's otherwise they would all be billion dollar salaries. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it works. Um, Anyways, he, uh, but yeah, he, he's had legitimate gripes because his numbers and his results have been better than those guys. But for me, that just means like, okay, when your contract comes up, you'll make more than them or as Mm -hmm. much. But so he's going off about them and the fans start cheering him. He's like, 
oh, you're cheering me now. But on the weekend, I was selfish MJF. Yeah, I was an unprofessional piece of shit or something like that. That's what he said. He's like, where, where were you then? He's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like, you know, who else didn't have, who doesn't have my, maybe, maybe uh, Tony Khan can, uh, can throw around some money to you guys. Cause he sure as hell's not paying me. And mm-hmm. then he called him a Mark piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he went off and he was perfect. He was pitch perfect. He called out CM Punk for the exact thing that hangman called him out for Mm -hmm. but from a heel perspective yeah and it's the same thing that kingston called him out for and it's the same thing that mox was calling people out for which is these new guys think that they can come into into the company and use their previous cachet to get uh more money to get title shots to get this and that and pass over the guys who, who have been building aew for three years and this is a storyline that is going all the way through the company right now. Yeah. As I said, Moxley's saying it. Kingston's saying it right now within the Blood and Guts storyline. Mm-hmm. He's feuding with Danielson within his own team for this exact reason. Yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's it's going all... Hangman was doing it just last week and everyone was like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know why you don't understand. Yeah. He was yeah. saying it without saying it. Mm-hmm. He was saying, you think you can skip the line mm-hmm. and you can be the face of the company. I'm the man holding the belt and I've been here the whole time. That's what he was saying. And then Punk took the belt and immediately people were like, oh, he just triple H'd it. Like, yeah, that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing with Punk. Yeah. This is probably what's eventually going to potentially start Summer of Punk. Yeah. I've been hearing that it, they might do Summer of MJF. I can and, see that. And do it, like reverse the roles mm-hmm. where Punk is the Cena and MJF is, is the, Punk. That would be pretty awesome. And with M, with CM Punk coming out afterwards to calm MJF down and MJF running out through the crowd. Mm-hmm. And that was after the cameras were off. Yeah. is amazing today they've pulled mjf from the roster page yeah and i don't think he can get his merch shirts. anymore right yeah yeah this is just masterful mm-hmm. this is this is what vince mcmahon was always really good at mm-hmm. he was good at taking something that was shitty in reality and being like okay how can we use this yeah and i think tk sat down with mjf probably signed him to that contract and said, okay, how can we work this? Mm-hmm. How For can sure. we use this to our advantage? And who knows what was a work, whether the flight was a work, whether the him at Mandalay Bay doing the slots during, um, yeah, I, I heard that, that like fans saw him when he's supposed to be at the meet and greet playing <laughs> slot machines and stuff. Which is apparently that happened, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And because he may not have been working the law, they may not have worked the locker room because they told the locker room, do not talk about this. Mm -hmm. The locker room might have known. Yeah. Like they might have told them like, Hey, this started out as a thing, but we're using it now. Don't say anything. We're going to do something really special here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do this whole flight thing. Um, the only the only problem I have there is with the fans, with the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing I had a problem with. But like if they were like thinking eight steps ahead of everybody during this whole thing and letting the letting the boys know. Because they always say, don't work the boys. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't work well when you work the boys. Like, I don't know. This is just incredible. It was it was everything I wanted it to be last night. And who does MJF feud with now? Is he just feuding with Tony Khan? <laughs> I, just feuding with the company? Yeah, I think so. Like, that, that's all he can do. If they take him off the roster page and the merch, his merch down and stuff, then he's going to have to just like show up in the crowd and stuff for a little bit. He's going to have to do a little bit of NJF. Mm-hmm. 
or a little bit of a CM Punk, like yeah. uh, come out in the crowd, maybe fuck with a few matches, mm-hmm. maybe fuck with Wardlow. Although That'd I be feel cool. Like, I feel like they would want to separate him from Wardlow. I think so because when we get to it, Wardlow's already gone into a new storyline. So yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a weird storyline, and I like it. I liked it too. Um, but yeah, this is it's super exciting. Everyone's talking about it today. You and I are both in a wrestling Facebook group, and I saw a bunch of posts like, oh, what does this mean? And stuff. So it's got everyone talking in a good way. Like, And everyone says, like, yes, it is a work. Mm-hmm. Now, they know it's a work. They know he's with the company. That's great. Um, yeah. I like it because it, like most art, there's like a tinge of reality to it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure... <clears throat> Excuse me. This didn't start out as a work. Like I, I'm sure he no. had legit beef. No, no, no. He did. He did. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And they've uh, all the like Sean Ross Sapp has said as much. Mm-hmm. And he he said like before even the pay per view, he said this might be a work now, but it started as a shoot. Mm-hmm. It was about money. No, it it was he was insulted about the interview thing and then about the money and they did have arguments and it did get go public. And then as with everything in AEW, they're like, okay, how can we use this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've done it over and over and over again. The only time it has not worked is with Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I think even then that last match was incredible. The last match, yeah, and his promo before, like, yeah. Like, that was special. That's mm-hmm. a special moment. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, the first match we had was, yeah, the CM Punk and FDR versus Max Caster and the Gun Club. Mm-hmm. So, as we like to refer to them now, the Bret Hart Appreciation Society yeah. versus uh, Max Caster and the Gun Club. And I have to say... Um, acclaimed and the ass boys have gotten over for me. Oh, me too. When it this first happened, I was like, "This is I don't like this Perry," but then now it's so funny. No, they they suit each other, mm-hmm. and this like remix of the worst town I've ever been in mm-hmm. that they do, um, with uh, with Bowens and the ass boys is so funny. Where the ass boys get the the town wrong twice, mm-hmm. and then Bowens grabs it. He's like, "The they claimed and the ass boys." Like, hey, did you just say ass? no? <laughs> he always sneaks in the ass boys. Yeah, and then as they're wheeling him away in his wheelchair, he's just going ass boys, <laughs> ass boys, and like Billy Gunn loving the acclaimed more than his own sons is hilarious, and Billy Gunn loving. The name Ass Boys is also really funny. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. sons hate it and he loves it. And he yeah. has he had the shirt for a yeah. while. They're like, why are you wearing that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> so good. I just have to ask, can you hear when this rubs against my collar? No. No? Okay. Okay, so it's just uh I can just hear it in my own headphones, so that's good. Okay, yeah. This match was fun. I like the ass boys for who they are. And that is the absolute chicken shit, corny, um, Looney Tunes heels that they are. Mm-hmm. They just take a beating like nobody else. They're so slapstick. Yeah. I love how high waisted their tights are. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. They're really high waisted and it makes them look so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they like they're wearing essentially HBK gear. But they make it look bad. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, yeah, they just they took a beating in this match. Um there was I loved a really funny moment where Max Caster goes to put the sharpshooter on I can't remember who it was, one of FTR, and the eyes bulged out of the head of CM Punk when it <laughs> happened. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was trying to get the tag, and when they put him in the sharpshooter, the, his eyes bulged out of his head. He's like, "What the fuck? What? We're the Bret Hart guys." Yeah, really funny <laughs> stuff. Um, CM Punk went off the top rope with a hot tag, fell, 
<laughs> and then got like a weird sloppy hot tag and then uh went up to do an elbow and apologized to the fans before he hit it like just he's so endearing mm-hmm. he's just like he's everybody's lovable cranky uncle mm-hmm. yeah yeah this was tons of fun crowd was eating it up I like the arena they were at too. It looked yeah, cool. the forum. Mm-hmm. It was really good. They did it like they were at um, what's it called? Grand Slam again. At, Arthur, uh, Arthur Ashe. Ashe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they were. They like they had their pay per view, um, setup going. Mm-hmm. It was a new setup. They had video and lights within the tunnel. That was cool. I hope they keep that. I, I hope so too. Like this felt like a new season of AEW and lots of people have said that. I think they're being a little hyperbolic um, when they say this is a new era of AEW. Sometimes in a pejorative mm-hmm. sense, they're like, it's not the same as it used to be. It's a little different now. They're but... going for ratings and stars and like, no. They've always done. <laughs> I know. Like, it's like, stop it. They're a, a, a work rate company. Yeah. Uh, use the name of our podcast. But yeah, they've always done gone for the stars. Yeah. Yeah. They they went for the stars that were available all, always. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of stars available at first. They yeah. got them all. Mm-hmm. And they're continuing to add as they should. And certain people will fall by the wayside. And that is life. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But yeah, this... Uh, Smash was good. It was a good way to set it up. The crowd throughout the show was the hottest crowd I've ever seen. CM Punk, when he went out there, got a god's reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was coming. He came back out of the crowd with uh, he didn't even realize it, but with the Chicago flag draped over his shoulders because someone threw it on him while he was in went after he stage dove. <laughs> That's awesome. It was really good. Everything was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love this group of CM Punk and FTR. Me too. I really want them to be a trio. Yeah. As sort of like a new pseudo heart foundation. Mm-hmm. The Bret Hart Appreciation Society. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Oh my God. I'm just looking at this graphic. The tiny little uh, Anthony Bowen's head yeah. behind <laughs> Max Caster is really funny. Mm-hmm. It's like a little baby Anthony Bowens. Yeah. Okay, so then we had, I believe next was Johnny Elite versus a mystery opponent. Yeah. Well, it was and... the MJF and then right after that, which I yes. was going to bring up because MJF was talking about the ex-WWE guys coming in, and then this next match ended up being two ex-WWE guys, which is just smart. Brilliant booking. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant booking. Um Again, they know exactly what they're doing because in comes Johnny Elite and he gets to he gets to do an open challenge to anybody <laughs> in the back and they're talking up Johnny Elite and this was kind of s- sort of spoiled for me earlier but it just hyped me up. It was yeah, Lana yeah. Lana, Lana posted on on Twitter like, "Oh, he's she's like, I'm really excited to watch AEW tonight for some reason." Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, here we go. The mystery yeah. opponent's going to be Miro. And it was. Miro cuts a promo on God. Yeah, he talks about he's going to he kill said, God and take over heaven. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said that, um, he said we've got punks and cowboys and one other. He said goths, talking about. Yeah. Um... He said we have goths and punks and cowboys and they will all be redeemed. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, then he comes out and just murders mm-hmm. Johnny Elite. Just murders him. Mm-hmm. Johnny Elite did some parkour over top of him a couple times, but just ate shit. Yeah. Absolutely it's, ate shit. Yeah, this was awesome. It's so good to have Miro back. Yeah. Man. Now we just need Kenny back and then it, they'll be unstoppable. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, just fan. Where do you think? Where does Miro go from here? Where do you think he heads? <sighs> Who would your dream opponent be for him to feud with? Uh, maybe Hangman. I think that'd be a good feud for Hangman too. Because mm-hmm. he called out, you know, he said cowboys. Mm-hmm. Or he Hangman called out. Hangman would be a great one for him, and mm-hmm. if he could beat Hangman, would be I think excellent. Yeah, 
because I think Hangman kind of needs another crisis of confidence. I think that's kind of where they're heading with him. Yeah, that's when his work, his character works best because you know he yeah. calls himself the anxious millennial cowboy, so it works. And it's when it did work best mm-hmm. with him. Like it's just his character, and yeah. I like that. He he's best as an underdog mm-hmm, for sure, or like. Excuse me. Uh, I would say Wardlow, but I don't really want Wardlow to lose. I don't want Miro to lose either right now. So, not not Wardlow, but Wardlow versus Miro would be a good, cool match. Ward or Miro versus like Keith Lee or someone would be really cool. Hmm. I think like if there is a guy who can like like Johnny Lee was kind of a perfect guy to have out there because he can eat a loss. Mm-hmm. But I'm just even looking at this graphic whenever he's done with whatever he's going to be doing next. Someone like Christian. Yeah. To face Miro would be great. Someone who can eat a loss, Mm -hmm. as he said, or, or a young guy, like someone that he can like a Dante, like he could beat Dante or he could be, um, even like Garcia or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's got to find someone that can be an avatar for God. That he can destroy. <laughs> hmm. Sting. Yeah, there you go. All right. So next we had. What did we have next? Was it the uh, that it was huge the tag man. match? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. Or was it Wardlow versus JD Drake? I can't remember now. That doesn't matter. Let's yeah. go to let's go to the the big tag match, and this mm-hmm. was Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage. Darby Allen and Matt Hardy versus the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and Hikaleo. Mm-hmm. And this match was originally, instead of Darby Allen, was supposed to be uh, Jeff Hardy. And instead of Hikaleo, was supposed to be um, Adam Cole. But Hardy and Adam Cole are banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Hardy should not be wrestling two out of three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially we, we the gotta... matches he's been having have been. Yeah too hard like he's yeah. been taking fucking like flat back um, stair bumps like two stair or three bumps. weeks in a row <laughs> like just stupid don't mm-hmm. let him do that yeah. like you're gonna ruin your i shouldn't say ruin your investment that's a really cruel way of saying it but you're gonna you're gonna ruin his body he can't mm-hmm. do that yeah nobody can be doing that every week let alone him yeah yeah but yeah this match is really good it was it fun, should... and it I didn't even realize that it was like a homecoming for the Bucks, being back in L.A., so that was cool. And Christian and uh, Jet, Matt Hardy yeah, being on the same team, team together. Yeah, that was really it cool. It would have been Christian with both Hardys before, mm-hmm. which would have been fucking wild. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, Christian with Matt Hardy was wild when they did the tag. I was like, wait, hold a second. I didn't even realize did you freeze it. on me? And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brief uh, router disconnection. <laughs> Someone who will not be named unplugged the router. Uh, and then uh, it was me that disconnected instead of Brad this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, Tan Man was cool. It was really cool to see uh, Christian and Matt Hardy back together. Um, I thought everyone looked really good. This is really Matt Hardy's wheelhouse at this point is these Mm -hmm. multi matches. He's really good. He comes in, he does his good, funny spots. Mm -hmm. He really only has two or three moves these days. Yeah. He has the, what's that side thing he does? The side effect. Yeah, the side. A move he he invented, which is cool. He does the side effect. He does the twist of fate. He does the heads bouncing and on the yeah, corner delete with head the, smash the delete and I like, then he can just go back to the corner <laughs> yeah i liked when he tried to do it to hikaleo hikaleo was like hell no <laughs> <laughs> um one thing that i pointed out part of this match and you said this is an lij thing is uh all the heels weren't on the apron they were standing out uh, off the apron mm-hmm. on the on the floor on the heel side, which I liked. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. LIJ that says they do it so that they... the crowd can watch the whole match, which I like. <laughs> it's funny because the, the guy who's in the ring can't get a tag in. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it was good. This match was great. Uh, everyone was getting their shit in. Um, I really liked seeing Hikaleo and uh, Luchasaurus go one on one with each other. That was fun. We saw Hikaleo um, almost die a little bit after that, yeah. trying to trying to keep up with Darby Allen. You can't do dives like Darby, dude. They'll try. That's crazy. Yeah, Darby. Uh, Darby pulled the rope down and he <laughs> he flew over top and I think he got his hands down. So he's he kind of. He kind of got a roll, but it looked it just looked super sketchy because he got up and continued the spot where he grabbed Darby right after. So yeah, he was fine. He but... landed on his head and then immediately grabbed a man mm-hmm. there, which is cool as hell. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. This match was fun. Um, the heels picked up the win. If yes, I... mm-hmm. yes. The um, on Jungle Boy, which is Young Bucks pin yes, Jungle on Boy. Jungle Boy, which is great. This continues the story with Christian. Yeah, did you notice um, after the match, Christian? grabbed jungle boy and left the ring super quick while everyone else was still in the ring like yeah i love it he got jungle boy out of there Mm -hmm. this is cool um i'm fascinated to see where all of this is going because it's a bunch of different pieces interacting Mm -hmm. with one another right now like who's darby feuding with here i don't really know he's kind of i guess kyle o'reilly because he hurt sting's leg so That'd be my guess. Yeah, and then he faced him at the pay-per-view, and then you have mm-hmm. Christian, who's sort of maybe feuding with Jungle Boy, but you also have What Jungle I Boy think and... is, because I didn't notice this until after the pay-per-view, Christian picked up Luch- or Jungle Boy like Luchasaurus does. I guess Jungle or Luchasaurus gave Jungle Boy like a, what the hell are you doing look? So. Okay. Okay, yeah, I like it. Like, I, mm-hmm. again, like I'm kind of seeing like a Jungle Boy may be the one that turns on yeah, Luchasaurus. Because of the dark side Christian alluring him to the dark side, which is cool. Yeah, because Christian is a tag specialist. Mm-hmm. So he could be like, hey man, I know what to do with young guys with long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Let's go do this. Yeah. Um you you can be the new you can be the new Christian and I'll be the edge. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's uh it's a cool team if if they do something like that, where that because turning a guy who's such a baby face is, I think that that can work, mm-hmm. and people love love Luchasaurus. So mm-hmm. if they were to turn on him, the booze they would get would be pretty would be pretty wild. Yeah, and I also think that um, Jungle Boy is sort of losing his baby face team. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like because he was like super, super buzzy a year ago, but now he's not quite as buzzy now. Yeah, like as like the next guy, and I think I think that would be like a nice, cool little wrinkle, a little reset for him, would be fun, and it would still keep him in a title picture because he'd be in the tags mm-hmm. for sure. Because there's not really any room for him in the singles unless he goes for the TNT. Yeah. Uh, which uh, we did see. Oh, actually, no, I guess we saw it on Rampage was the new TNT title. Which yeah, which looks amazing. awesome. Yeah. The the purple. We did yeah. see uh, Dante came back out to uh, continue again, the challenge. Essentially say that the match they're having is going to be on Friday, which is live. So Yeah, I just saw that. It it's going to be, be a, a live uh, Rampage, which is cool. Live, also in LA, um, so that's fun. Is it at the Forum again? It's not at the Forum again. It's a it's at another uh, space, which I don't know where that is, but I'm excited for that because this LA crowd was hot. LA is amazing for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's where PWG is. Yeah, as I said, just watch a PWG show. Those good guys, guys and gals, and NBs there go nuts. Yeah, SoCal's big for wrestling. That's where um, that's where Jungle Boy's from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, moving on the women's match between Britt, um, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho was awesome. This was really good stuff. I loved this match. It was hard hitting. It was there were. Yeah, it was hard hitting. We had it was, it was very hard hitting. Two people from Japan with Hater and Storm, 
Mm-hmm. Storm looks amazing. Ruby Soho looked really good in this match. Yeah. Baker looked good. Everyone's timing was on point, which some of the women's matches, um, the timing isn't always on point because they don't get to wrestle as often as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, Soho which is in particular. what everyone says, and we all know it. They need to put more women's on. The... Yeah. Do you think but... they'll do a women's match at um, Forbidden Door? Like the girls hope some so. of the ladies versus some of the ladies from stardom i'm sure they will they i would to. hope so we did see that graphic and i don't know if it's legit i think it is of uh yamashita is going to be on dark yeah would it say kick the shit out of everyone or something like that? <laughs> yeah so it was like i don't know if that was real mm-hmm. or if somebody just made that graphic themselves because if she is on dark then they must be setting up a match for her on this pay-per-view you would think mm-hmm. yeah for sure somebody otherwise what is even the point of bringing her over if you're not going to use her because mm-hmm. she is legitimately like the best women's wrestler in the world yeah so yeah. like you don't bury them on dark mm-hmm. and to aw's discredit they have been kind of putting the joshis on dark yeah which has been a shame because they are arguably the best workers in the female or in the women's division. So they could use them a bit more, mm-hmm. especially with like people like Hater and Tony Storm. They've worked with Joshi's before, so it's not like there, there would be like a language barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they there, could work so. that Joshi style really well. And exactly. Probably do they a lot to help held- get over more. They both held belts in Japan for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. They could even be like a a middle ground to help out the other women who haven't. Yeah, this match is great. I loved uh, Ruby Soho getting the win on Baker. Yeah, yeah, it was good. awesome. Ruby definitely needed that win. <laughs> she got the win back. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it to continue... I still really love this hater and Tony Storm feud that mm-hmm. they've got going on. I don't know where it goes for these guys because they've kind of been rotating in each other's orbit for a bit, but mm-hmm. they're also not in the title picture. So, just, yeah, and they know, did the tease where Hater almost hit Brit again when they were on the apron. Yes, I can't wait for that. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for because you know when Hater does turn on Brit, she's going to destroy her. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming. You know yeah. you know they will put Hater over in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Similar to um, Wardlow versus Punk. Or, sorry. Wardlow uh, well, versus MJF. Actually, it was Wardlow versus Punk as well. But mm-hmm. Wardlow versus MJF. Yeah. Yeah, this match is great. I can't wait. And let's jump right into the into the next women's segment. They, uh, they brought out Athena. Mm-hmm. She's really excited. She looked great. I love Athena. Um She's talking about how she's gonna she's going for the TNT title. She's set her sights on on Jade. And then Jade comes out. She said, Oh, you, you've set your sights on on me. You've set your sights on that bitch. And Stokely Hathaway comes in. He does most of the talking, which uh-huh. I loved. Um He's like, You don't have what it takes to to step to Jade. And then uh Kira Hogan uh steps up to steps up to Athena, which is a nice uh, first match. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a really good first match, and they announced that that's going to be happening at Rampage. So I'm really excited for that one. I think yeah, they and are you, a good mix. If you haven't seen Athena wrestle, she is amazing, and her finisher is one of the best finishers I've ever seen. So it's be very ready for cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, then you, you have... Uh, you have all the baddies outnumbering her. So out comes Anna Jay and out comes Chris Statlander. And they're all standing uh, eye to eye, nose to nose. We've got, we're going to get a trios match eventually out of mm-hmm. these six women, which is exciting. You've got Stokely, Stokely Hathaway. Just, he feels like he's living his best self yeah. in this scenario. Mm-hmm. He is seamless there. He's seamless. Yeah, he's that good. He could you could put him anywhere on any part like of the he show. He made Diamond Mine work. Mm-hmm. And like if he can make Diamond Mine work, like 
him and Jade are just too perfect. Mm-hmm. As soon as he became available, everybody and their mother said, he, he has, you have to put him with Jade. And mm-hmm. they did. And it's gold immediately. Yeah, for immediately. sure. Um, he's going to make her that much bigger of a star. He's going to elevate the other women in the group. I can't wait. I think it's so good. Yeah. And also, I think if they do bring a women's tag title, putting that on the baddies would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think they would excel with that. And with Keir Hogan being the Impact Women's champ or uh, tag team champion previously, she knows how to carry a women's tag division. Oh, yeah. They do. Again, they need to get more women on the show. This would help them get more women on the show. This is this is one of the things that people don't really understand about the multi-man matches. Mm-hmm. It gets more people on the show. That's where having these multi-man matches are great. Yeah, look Especially what it did to AEW when they're actually good. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you remember when earlier or late last year, mid last year when Dante Martin started getting over because he's in all those multi-man matches. Mm-hmm. Come in and do yeah, all this crazy sure. stuff and like one of the highlights of every AEW show are their trios matches. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why people want it because they're that good. Yeah, they really know how to put them together. They're and th- that was always a staple of New Japan. And these are far better matches than the matches they have in New Japan. Like those are really throwaway matches, and you can see the people are kind of phoning it in a bit. Mm-hmm. That is not the case in AEW. That's where I'm not so worried about the forbidden door matches i think they'll be really good because it'll be involving the bucks it'll be involving um red dragon it'll be involving luchasaurus and jungle mm-hmm. boy and if they can get the women going with the uh tokyo joshi pro ladies like is it starting is it starting start tokyo joshi pro that they it's work with new japan their parent company owns stardom yeah, so that'll be interesting. So I guess you can't really bring Yamashita in for that. Mm-hmm. Weird. I don't know. What I mean, you can. Do. you can. You can. But <laughs> uh, Takashita was tweeting that he wants to be on the Forbidden Door yeah, show. Yeah, he wants to be there. Um, <laughs> well, that makes sense because they'll bring DDT people in. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've worked together. DDT has worked with New Japan. And past. New Japan's working with all the Japanese companies right now because it's their 50th anniversary. So they've been doing yeah, shows. Right. Having people on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting because you you have to have women on the show. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible look to not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they got to find a way to make that work. Okay, so let's talk about Wardlow just squashing JD Drake. This was a this was a quick one. Mm-hmm. Um. I basically just had enough time to had a thought of like. Oh, you maybe maybe I shouldn't tweet about how much I want this match to be a banger because even before I I had finished that thought, JD Drake was getting pinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't much of a match. It could have been because I, I thought the thing too is like that's a lot of meat, and I want to see these dudes beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, JD Drake is great. He is one mm-hmm. of those guys. Like I understand, and this is one thing that I kind of appreciate about AEW: their jobbers are not jobbers. Mm-hmm. There's no like, like traditional jobber in AEW. Like the, the jobbers in AEW have held titles elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like JD Drake is one of the most accomplished indie wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia, before he became the guy he is now, was, uh, was holding titles. Wheeler Yuta was holding titles. Um, these guys. These guys aren't scrubs, mm-hmm. and I like that because it it really legitimizes the undercard. Yeah, these are these are legitimate badasses. Like he is the blue collar badass for a reason. JD Drake is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's out there having absolute bangers in PWG. Yeah, for sure. And then he comes here and gets squashed by Wardlow. Yeah, <laughs> but it which just is, makes Wardlow look that much better. Yeah, which is how they're going to do Wardlow for a while. So, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, it's um, working. So don't fix what's not broken. 
Mm-hmm. He's a mix between Goldberg and Batista is essentially what he is. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's it's working. He's very over. Um Yeah, I'm very interested to see where he moves on to next cuz I feel like he's probably going to go for the the main title probably after Forbidden Door. Yeah, I can see that. I would say that is the bet and I I think uh CM Punk probably beats him. Yeah. I would, I would say he beats him. Mm-hmm. Unless Wardlow actually takes the title, which would be kind of crazy. That'd be pretty nuts. Uh, after a promo MJF did, MJF should be the one to take the title off CM Punk. 1,000%. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Wardlow should lose. Mm-hmm. And then MJF beats Punk. Or, yeah, who knows? It's like thinking of, like it's no longer predictable what they're mm-hmm. going to do. It was predictable to this point. Yeah. Even CM Punk winning wasn't predictable. Like, that's gone out the window. As soon as uh, Hangman won, I have no idea what the title picture looks like. Yeah, because in interviews and stuff, Tony Khan said that he had his first four champs planned out. So, yeah, I think after Hangman, it's like, now it's just like, well. We're yeah, just who making, knows? We're, we're they just... signing guys. And so they have to, they would have had to have uh, changed on the fly even to get Punk in there. Mm-hmm. For sure, because it it was probably the plan was probably MJF. Yeah, because that's like, what I thought too. MJF would be the perfect guy to take off Hangman. I think everybody thought it was going to be MJF taking it off of Hangman. So already there, there is a wrench in the system. We don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. You would think that the program he's starting right now would send him towards CM Punk. But MJF against CM Punk at the next pay-per-view seems too early to me. Yeah. So that's where I think maybe Wardlow getting the shot first. And having him just recently beat MJF actually should give him that title shot first. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense to me, that Wardlow would get that shot first, and then maybe MJF afterwards. Because Hangman didn't have a long run. No. I think he's had the shortest of all the... Uh, uh, I don't know. Champs. I've never looked to see... I know Kenny had the longest. That's all I know. I don't know. I know Mox's was was very long as well. Mm-hmm. Mox held it for a really long time. Was Kenny the longest? I that, think that's what I heard. Hold on. Oh, I wow. Look, I can look it up real quick. Longest reigning champ. Yeah, I mean, that tracks. It, yeah. just, it felt like Mox had it longer, but he had it during the pan... Like, oh my god, it's still the fucking pandemic. Jesus yeah. Um, he had it during the lockdown era. Mm-hmm. Like the no fans era. Let's Man, thinking back, thinking back on that is so weird, right? Yeah, now. longest reign is Kenny at 346 days. Uh, shortest reign is uh, Chris Jericho, actually, at 182. That's crazy. Chris mm-hmm. Jericho felt like he held it for longer. Yeah. But it makes sense. He was just there to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And then put someone else over, which was Mox, which was great. Hangman was 197, so he's not too far off. No. Mm -hmm. And Punk's at four days counting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But uh, after the match, after World War I, Smart Mark Sterling came out with all the security guards. yes. And this is great. They put together a lawsuit. They're all suing Wardlow, which is hilarious because he was tweeting about it a few weeks ago. Like I need to yep. talk to the the shirts, and like there was like a some I guess a union of security guards, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, security guard union. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, yeah. Normally I'm pro union, but here I'm uh, pro Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is funny. I don't know where that goes, but I, it's hilarious. I imagine it's just Wardlow versus a bunch of security guards. He just beats the hell out of all of them. I don't know <laughs> that, or like he brings in a new rep. Uh, a new person he's representing. Yeah, I can see that too. You know, someone who would be really good and who he could represent is Archer. Yeah. Wardlow versus Archer would be great because Archer's one of those guys at this point. He's a guy to take losses. That's just who he is in the company right now, which is unfortunate, but he's Didn't a guy Wardlow like just he- beat Archer though? Like a couple weeks ago, did Wardlow beat stuff? him? I think so. 
Oh yeah, he did. Shit. That was a really good match though. <laughs> they can run it back. It was okay. good. It was I a good match already. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that they should was bring back W Morrissey. The, that was when he was facing all the tall boys. Actually, Morrissey just left impact. Did he? Yeah. I just well, I also tweet. heard too that after um he showed up on Dynamite, WWE had high interest in him again, which is funny. Yeah, I could see him going to WWE again. Easy. He yeah, he'd fit back in there. Easy, easy, easy peasy. Mm-hmm. He fits there. I don't think he has a spot in AEW. I think they're pretty full, especially mm-hmm. on that big tall man archetype. Yeah. I, th- I think they've got a few of them. They don't need Morrissey, but he's very good and he should end up in WWE. But mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, you never know. He could show up in AEW. He's, uh, maybe he liked what he saw. Yeah. But he he's improved immensely. Yeah, and he's clean now, uh, and he looks better than he ever has. Yeah, his work is so much better. He had mm-hmm. that one powerbomb spot in Impact that looked crazy. Powerbomb yeah. somebody from the ring onto yeah. the table. I think it was powerbomb Brian Myers. It was it was Matt Cardona's part. Yes. Yeah, Brian Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Myers. Mm-hmm. The uh, Which Matt Cardona. Oh, and one hundred and fifty three or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an awesome storyline. Uh, it was good. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I think I can see like the union hiring someone to come beat up Wardlow. That's probably what they'll do, I bet. Yeah, because otherwise, it's like, what's he going to do? Just beat up security guards every week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, eventually, eventually they got to bring someone in. It's going to be the two actual security guard guys. They have those giant dudes. <laughs> he did actually. Uh, hit one of them one time, mm-hmm. like a week or so ago. So yeah, he could come in. It's a legit big man. Yeah. Um, security Steve, mm-hmm. I think is his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, main event time: Daniel Garcia versus John Moxley. This match was this awesome. match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated match. Oh, we didn't talk about the. Uh, the blood and guts announcement. We have to do that. Oh yeah, I forgot so all that about that. On, that's not on this graphic. Yeah. So we have Jericho Appreciation Society. They come down to the ring. They're dressed like the Backstreet Boys again. Mm-hmm. They um, they had some amazing promos on the weekend afterwards, all covered in blood. I highly yeah. suggest you check out Twitter for that. Yeah. Um, but they're talking about how they. Uh, sports entertainer will always beat down a professional wrestler. Um, how they they thought they couldn't fight, but that's what that's where they're wrong. They they've proven that th- they're sports entertainers, but they can fight, and they, mm-hmm. they proved it. They laid out the the very best in the company. Brian Danielson was saying that he was going to kick their fucking head in, and they choked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not even here tonight. They said, uh, Kingston is a psychopath who tries to burn a man, which is, you so know, funny. Kingston has to, Hey Jericho, if he's using gas, when gas is expensive, it is, I don't know how gas prices are up in Canada, but here in the United States, they are ridiculous. <laughs> and Kingston is not a rich man. Well, yeah, he is, yeah. He is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So out comes, uh, out comes Kingston and he's with William Regal. And he says, Enough of this. I'm here to fight. Hey, William Regal, tell them where I'm going to fight him. Mm-hmm. And William Regal says the words, the words that I've been saying he's going to say as soon as I saw his name attached to the Jericho Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. Blood and, and guts. Yeah. It was amazing. I said that shit was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It happened. Um, Jericho says, I'm not giving you blood and guts. And Eddie Kingston says, oh, yeah, you fucking are. He comes down in the ring. He takes them all on. He's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. But then in comes Ortiz from the other side with Jericho standing alone, hits him with the mad ball right between the eyes, Mm -hmm. um, starts laying him out. And then he takes out scissors and starts cutting away the hair of Chris Jericho. And he cuts a big chunk out. And then Jericho says, all right, that's it. You're getting blood and guts. And next week I'm getting a hair versus hair match with uh, Ortiz. And like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And some people have tweeted pictures Photoshop. of Jericho Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks like 
He looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. There's that one picture they post him standing. It's like he does look like Stone Cold. I've seen two different ones. He looks like Stone Cold when he's bald. <laughs> like he just looks like Stone Cold. It's hilarious. It's amazing. I wonder if he's gonna lose. He because he I could see him being crazy enough he, to do something. He like looks that. good bald. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. Like he he he's yeah because good... I mean his hair is legitimately thinning. It is it's... legitimately thinning. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a feeling that he's too vain to do it, but he did, I, cut, he did cut out a big chunk of hair. Yeah. In this that's, what I, that's what I mean. Like, maybe he will. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like, maybe this was he was he was waiting for this. <laughs> like, he's like, at some point, I'm going to do a hair versus hair. Once once my hair starts going, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's it's awesome because, you know, Ortiz would look good with a shaved <laughs> head like that's a. Yeah, he he looked fine. Chris Jericho well, also looks really good. He just looks like Stone Cold. It's so <laughs> funny. And he was giving everybody the finger who would post that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's giving them the finger saying, delete this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Really funny. <laughs> um, it would fit his character so well if he was bald. <laughs> um, like he would just go completely off the handle. Yeah. I can see him like wearing a wig and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> People say he already does. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, he could say he grew his hair back out because he is a wizard. He's just a wig. <laughs> <laughs> that wizard gimmick is funny, man. Yeah, because I'm a I, wizard. Man. I like it a lot. <laughs> and it uh, it triggered the the ringside news guy so badly. <laughs> he went off. He's like, anybody who watches a, a show where someone says he's a wizard, this is supposed to be a professional wrestling company. What? It's like. <laughs> Come on now. Tell me you never watched professional wrestling without ever telling me you never watched professional wrestling. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then that leads into this match. We have uh, Moxley and Garcia going out there. Um, Moxley still had the stitches in his head yeah. from the night before, and Garcia went after them. I didn't see and... how he got busted. I just saw bloody. I was like, holy shit, he's no, he gushing. Just... He just went after the stitches. He okay. just started punching him in the stitches, and they mm-hmm. they ripped. Reopened. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard way, sort of. Like they knew what they were doing. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna. He's got all these stitches. We're gonna target that. You're gonna bleed. It was brutal. Garcia took a wild bump off the steps again. Oh my god, the Xplex on the steps. That was nuts. I was like, damn, just taking a crazy bump like that. <laughs> he, bounced man yeah <laughs> i love the aws using the steps like that the sideways yeah it's steps. cool they put them like sideways that's cool they've been doing it a lot it's become mm-hmm. their signature yeah i've never seen anyone really do that before yeah because it's like wwe their steps are a two-parter yeah so they they could take that top part off and then it's flat so aws it's all one piece so to make it flat you just have to put it on its side <laughs> they bounce off of yeah 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 the most amazing way mm-hmm. it's like this is their signature and if anyone ever does it from this point on they'll they'll be like oh they're doing the aw spot Mm -hmm. yeah um it's really good stuff um mox beats danielson or beats daniel garcia of course as you would expect him to Mm -hmm. but in an absolute war yeah yeah um, these two dudes beat the hell out of each other garcia is a star now yeah i like garcia at the start of the match, still selling from the last weekend. Would you say? Oh my god, like he's he came out like Mr. Burns. Yeah, <laughs> came out like he's eighty-five years old. It's mm-hmm. the funniest fucking thing. No do rag though this time. I was a little disappointed. No do rag. No, Kangle hat. still still with the Kangle, so that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just coming out with just just a towel, no shirt. The the little trunks and a Kangle is just mm-hmm. the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, he looks like I've a psycho. <laughs> He looks deranged. Mm-hmm. He looks up. like, like, cause he, he wears the short truck. So he looks like somebody like heard a noise in their backyard and like went out in the middle of the night, but put on their Kangle, Kangle hat <laughs> just in his underwear. The hell's going on out here. This match went overtime too. Yeah. I it, like that. It went over by about two minutes. Um, how did it end? It just, the match. I think Mox did the bulldog choke. Because they were yeah, trading submissions for a little choke. bit, and then he choked, choked him out. And then was there any shenanigans Jericho's, afterwards? Jericho's on commentary. He ran down, but then Kingston came down. And then... Mox uh, did grab a mic, didn't he? Yeah. 
yeah, he grabbed a mic and said, Keeks, you're a hard son of a bitch to love, but if you're going into blood and guts, I'm coming with you. Yeah, good shit. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Kingston came down and he grabbed Jericho and he's fucking wailing him on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laughing like a maniac. Mm-hmm. So I imagine um, they're going to slowly build their team. I don't know. I imagine it's going to be all the same people that were in the the anarchy match, but... Then they also have... Uh, um. Wheeler Yuta. So Wheeler yeah, Wheeler Yuta will be, back. be in it. Yeah, because the best of the Super Juniors is over. I would tomorrow, love, I think, for Regal to be in it. I don't know if he will be. He might yeah. be retired. He is on the roster, and he has a record page. But he's had yeah. neck fusion surgery, so I don't know how much he wants to get into the action. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would love for him to be in it, but if he wasn't ever, actually, that's not. I like WWE doesn't always use them. The <laughs> legends. He could get in it. And he like could get punch, in a little bit. Just beat someone up or something. It's a walking brawl, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I imagine they'll slowly build a team, and then the last person to join will be Danielson because him and yeah. Jason don't like each other. Because uh, it was five on five in our in the uh, arena, anarchy mm-hmm. in the arena, correct? Yep. I mean, Jericho appreciation side, he could bring someone in. They could do six on six in the yeah. Because they mentioned five, mm-hmm. but maybe uh, Jericho brings someone else. I would like to, I would like them to do six because I like I want you to be to be in there. Yeah, it seems necessary. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a just a all timer episode. This is an all time. Yeah, it was so good, and MJF set that tone, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't. Like I feel like everyone was just buzzing from that point. The crowd was amazing. The lighting was amazing. The sound was amazing. Just being in LA, just it felt special. Yeah, it felt really special. Um, and are they going to be in LA for a while, or are they? I don't even know where next week's dynamite is. I don't know. I, I want them to stay out on the West Coast, man. It yeah, is, they should. They need they to have been there. They well, they're out there. there. I need to stick come to Oklahoma City so I can go see him. Yes, yes, they they do have to go there. Um, Tony Khan and his uh, media, um, in his media call, did say that uh, when they come to Canada, the first place they're going is Toronto. Nice. So I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what shirt I'll be wearing, but I'll be there looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh okay, I I think I put the thing for the No, I didn't. I pulled it up on my phone for next week's card on Twitter. Well, I know so on Rampage we have... we have Athena versus Kira Hogan and yes. Scorpio versus Dante. That's all I could, I can't remember. And the Lucha matches. Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Oh yeah. What just the a fuck? just a crazy ass match to <laughs> Rampage just for LA. Yeah. I mean, it's that like makes a sense. P- like a PWG match, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, uh, hey, LA, remember us mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think that's why they're they're doing that. Just like a, a nod to the history of those two teams. Because they've had absolute wars at Reseda. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's a really, really good card, man. That's mm-hmm. a really good card. It makes sense now that it's live. I know it's live, too. Yeah, it's live 10 o'clock again. Not any of the weird times that the Friday night scheduling. I mean, Tony Khan's been very diplomatic about it, mm-hmm. saying like, "Oh, we couldn't ask for a better day and a better partnership and a better time." Like, yeah, no, yes, you could, you could. I it's like we've said it on here multiple times. They need to go back to the old school WCW Saturday night time slot. Oh, for part. sure, people would love that shit, man. Mm-hmm. And it it's easier to watch. Yes. Everyone's home from work; they don't have to get home from work. It's not, uh, yeah. It's too late on Friday, man. Again, I always say it. We run an AEW podcast, and we usually don't watch Rampage. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, either too late or when they do it early. It's like when I'm still at work. I'm like, well, it is <laughs> harder. Work. It is harder in Canada because you have to uh, log in on your computer and go to the mm-hmm. go to the TSN website click through it like i can't just turn it on my tv which i 
when if it was on TV, I'd be more likely to turn it on. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't feel like like watching it on a small screen. Yeah, I understand. All right, I think we we're we're good for now. Mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah, I'll have to splice the two recordings together. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't be too awkward. And we'll see you guys later. See you. Bye.